Hello everyone, my name is Angelica Waters and I just wanted to take the time to reintroduce myself and explain the reason and purpose behind my podcast, Heal. This podcast will be dedicated to that person that is ready to accept their hurt, their pain, their illness, or mental health issue and turn that process of exception into a healing triumph. As a young black woman living in a world with so much pressure, I dealt with trauma that hindered my growth process until I came into the power of acceptance. And I call that my starting point to heal. Once I embarked in my journey of healing, I was able to reconnect with my true self, now stronger and wiser. I am ready to share my journey and allow others to share their healing journey by allowing my podcast to be a safe place. Healing is a journey and you shouldn't have to heal alone. If you are ready to take your life back, this podcast is just for you. Now let's heal. Assalamu alaikum family, peace, healing, and light, and welcome back to another episode of Healing with Angelica's podcast, where we discuss all things healing, and if you are new to the show, welcome beautiful souls. On today's episode, I have an awesome guest joining me today, my brother Mark Muhammad, as we will be discussing today's topic, Eat to Live. Now, Mark, I, I can't see you. <laughs> and can you hear me? Give me a moment, child. Waiting for him to tap in. My bad. no you're fine you're fine well i was introducing you and mark how are you today i'm doing well about yourself i'm doing well by the grace of allah thank you so much for joining me today um now before we get started on this well-needed topic um do you mind giving us a little background of yourself oh yes ma'am oh well i'm 31 years old I reside in Louisville, Kentucky right now. Um, pretty much, I've been around the nation of Islam since the age of five. Didn't get activated in that until I was 21, the summer of uh, 2013. Um, after that, shortly after that, I, I got introduced into becoming an entrepreneur, um, which led me into uh, being a real estate owner, insurance broker stockholder and and investor um and a few other things as well i've been doing that for about a good i think about seven years or so and uh you know my father as well and god as well and uh you know uh brother and servant to to allah and his minister this yeah his minister as well so that's a quick brief description 
Wow, that's a lot. Jack of all trades. You got a lot going on, brother. I'll praise you too a lot. Thank you so much for that. Now, let's get started on this well-needed topic again. Eat to live. And please, 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 for my audience today, if you have any question, please do not hesitate to put it in the comment box below. Now, in this episode, we will be um, we will be enlightening the topic of Eat to Live from an outstanding book that helped me actually heal my thyroid issue, including many other things by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad called How to Eat to Live, book one and book two. In book one in How to Eat to Live, page 52, uh, 52 Allah God told the most honorable Elijah Muhammad that there is no set time for us to die. We kill ourselves daily by means of what we think, what we eat, and what we drink. And that brings me to my first question for you, Mark. What started your healing journey and wanting to learn how to eat to live? Well, you know, when you when you grow up in the nation or around it, or really just like those who aren't really involved, uh, you know, it takes more than just Islam to to get someone to listen to the teachings. Mm. I happen to be one of those persons. So of course, you know, my father would always try to mention it to me and all these things like that. And I, you know, I hear him out, but after a while, I was like, look, man, just get out, just get out of my face. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, these are things. These are things that I actually said. Like, 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 mm-hmm. get out of my face! I ain't trying to hear all that. So, um, then what actually what what led me to it was that um, I had uh, watched a lecture called "Going Ham: The Truth About Pork," mm. and um, you know that was the first lecture I watched from beginning to end. So once I watched that, and I was listening. I was like, man, like this, this sound like real, it's like very interesting. Like I, I was always attracted to, you know, eloquent people, regardless of race, class or religion, but just very highly, highly um, educational, very eloquent, articulate mm-hmm. individuals that can always speak very well, basically don't need no books or anything like that to, and they can prove their points at any given time. Mm-hmm. So once I seen the brother talk about that, the food in the nutritional side, I sat there and said, "You want to know what? This is this is something I can I can be a part of." Um, it wasn't too. I think a little bit after that day, I watched a lecture called "Purification and Atonement" mm. by uh, Dr. Aline out of Washington D.C. And once I seen that one, that's when I sat there and said, "Okay, let me go ahead and I, I think I'm gonna go down this this road." You know, becoming a doctor, wanting to become a doctor. Um, and just heal people. However, mm-hmm. it wasn't until I read the book, How to Eat to Live. I read that book, I think, I think it was August of 2012. I think it was. It was around that time. Then once I read it and I did every single thing that it said to do, I'm talking about 100%. Mm-hmm. I sat there and said to myself, with this knowledge, and of course, you know, more information, but with this knowledge, I knew for a fact that I and others can heal the land and heal every individual in America. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> Praise be to a lie. Um, now, ever since you got into How to Eat to Live and really incorporated it into your lifestyle, um, what benefits have you gotten from it personally? Well, personally, just uh, really just just having an enormous amount of energy. Mm. One one of the things that I noticed almost immediately is that I just never really got tired. I was I was able to and this and I'm doing this as a garbage man. I was a sanitation tipper at the time, so I'm on the back of the truck in the summertime doing Ramadan. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, and I and I was able to do it. And everybody at the job was just like, how are you able to do that stuff? I'm just like, this is easy to me. Like After a while, I just get, got a little easier. But, um, you know, of course, uh, you know, 
I had a lot more youth in, involved. I never, I didn't age fast at all. My mind was able to think faster, move quicker, comprehend more. My memory was coming back. I was able to remember incidents I forgot from age four, five, and six years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, my punctuation increased. My my knowledge of science and chemistry and biology, biology uh, came back to me and things like that. So it was a great benefit going down that road. Um, and of course, my overall strength, my body strength, like I, I barely had to lift weights and I was just, would just get stronger and stronger as time went on. Um, so it was a great benefit for me. That, those are some of the things that I've gained as well. And of course, um, information that comes along with gaining those, those physical benefits as well. Mm, mm, I love it. I love it. I mean, you honestly don't, you look younger than 31. So I can definitely tell. <laughs> I praise you to a lot. Yes, yes, yes. I can definitely say just even um, just to elaborate on a little bit of my story with how to eat to live and um, me incorporating it into my lifestyle now due to me um, just giving birth and not being able to really do one meal a day. I just incorporated two meals a day because I was nursing and um, really incorporated that milk, that raw milk (laughs) into Mm -hmm. my diet. And after, like I said before, after having my thyroid issue, no, after having my son having a thyroid issue and really incorporating the milk and just the foods that he's telling us to eat and to stay away from um i seen a a a traumatic difference and it definitely has been beneficial to me um i'm still nursing at this time but my goal is definitely to get down to one meal a day so if you don't mind just elaborating on the importance of why one should eat one meal a day. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, one the if you look at the body, the human body, it was um, it's designed and made to digest one meal within 24 hours. Um, of course, depending how large that meal is and also how large you are, um, 24 to 36 hours that, that meal should be digested um, and what you will be doing you will be setting your, your body on a on a timely track so it can know how to regulate itself which means get all the nutrients the minerals out the, um, the, ex- the excrement the bowel movements all that stuff it will do all those things in a timely manner and it won't hurt itself by releasing gases inside of his body, which happens, of course, when you eat out of the, uh, when you eat different times throughout the day. That's how gas really originates inside your body. So the importance of that, you will put your body with one motion, one time, um, everything will be on the same exact level. In other words, the same exact thing will happen at the same exact time every single day. Then you save your body. You don't overwork it, really your organs we're talking about. You save the organs, you don't overwork the organs, you keep the digestive fluids intact, not overusing it, keeping enough acid so when when you need to break down something heavy, it won't stay in you too long. And also one thing I want to point out is that like um, to even prove this, of course you know Islam is mathematics and mathematics is Islam. So if you look at the digestive system, which is a three-phase uh, process. If you go to the stomach, the stomach is it takes three to five hours to digest uh, that meal. After that, it goes into the small intestines, which is um, that's eight to eleven hours. Then after mm-hmm. that, it goes into the large intestines, which is twelve to eighteen hours. If you add three, eight, and twelve up, that's twenty-three hours. And of course, Master Farah Muhammad said that there's 23 hours, 56 minutes, and 46 seconds in a day. So technically, your body, which would be in tune and in time with the universe in the time that we're living on today, called well, called a day, you'll be right on track with that. So mm-hmm. once you align your digestive fluids, your, your digestive tract and system in accord with the day they were supposed to be functioning on, 
excuse me, that you were supposed to be functioning off of, you would do like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said. He said, whenever you are in tune with the universe, you will always be on time. Ooh. <laughs> that was a mouthful, Brother Mark. I love that our praise due to Allah. I just learned something like, okay, well, yes. <laughs> praise be to Allah. Yes, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Now, um, I had stated earlier how um, I, I had actually quoted a, um, a quote from How to Eat to Live from the Honorable, uh, Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad as he stated that um, what we eat, what we think, and what we drink affects us. Now, this next question is, is our thoughts another form of food and does it affect how long we live? From my understanding, it it can be yeah yes it can be a, a, a form of food based off how it's used. Mm. If you look, there, there's a video out on YouTube that an individual had went and had some apples, had two sets of apples. One one set that she was just talking very negatively to, and the other set she was talking very positively positively to. So within 24 hours, the ones that she talked to negatively turned brown. And the other ones stayed the same. But it didn't happen for 24 hours. It, she kept doing it over and over for about three or four days. And the mm -hmm. ones that 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 was, you know, still nutritional and ripe looking, they never aged at all. And the ones that was negative, they eventually rotted and started to mold. Mm. So the point of me saying that is that just like how food is made to take you, to, uh, to keep you here, it can also be made to take you away from here. Faults and words is like food to the mind and body, heart and soul. It can keep you here also, and it can also take you away. So mm -hmm. they are identical and they kind of go hand in hand depending depending on which science you're functioning off of when you have those thoughts and those words in your head. Ooh. I'm gonna have to find that video. I'm interested to see. Oh, <laughs> uh, praise due to Allah. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Now, audience, if you guys have any questions, please do not hesitate to put your questions in the comment box below for our brother, Mark Muhammad. So, yes, yeah, so um, I want to get into my next question. Um, why do you believe people have a hard time disciplining themselves? when it comes to what they think, eat, and drink. Uh, ask me that question one more time. Yes, sir. I said, why do you believe people have a hard time disciplining them, disciplining themselves when it comes to what they think, eat, and drink? Oh, you know, uh, my personal answer is because that there's not a worthy goal in front of them to go and achieve, to achieve with that. Um, if there's a worthy goal in front of anybody, they'll do whatever it takes. It, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's robbing a bank, <laughs> whether it's, you know, <laughs> overthrowing, look, look at the brothers in Africa, they, they overthrow the ship, that, you know, <laughs> the cargo, uh, you know, that, that seemed mm -hmm. like a worthy goal to them. <laughs> but it's yes. kind of crazy and dangerous to us like, like what are you doing mm. but um personally that's that's normally what the reason is though it's not a worthy goal in front of them um the second reason which is a more visual reason is that um that their environment has shaped them to not uh, become disciplined especially with their appetite Mm -hmm. So you got your household, your family, your mom and dad, your brothers and sisters and everybody else in a schooling system that trained your mind to think that eating three and four or five times and thinking whatever you want to think, being a free person and the land of the home and free is the way you're supposed to function and what you're supposed mm -hmm. to do. You know, the question is, what are you saying? What are you doing? And most importantly, what are you thinking? So all that is the root of discipline, and it will be the root of it will be the root cause of our actions, which will lead to our die, which will eventually lead to our destruction. So 
environment, parents, upbringing, lack of knowledge, uh, really, you know, lack of science, lack of health, mm-hmm. and overall knowledge knowledge of your body mm-hmm. will, of course, make you be non-disciplined. Then, what comes with that? You're feeding them sugar, white sugar, white flour, MSG, red forty, uh, yellow number five. What's the other one? TP, THP. That's inside cereal. Then you're giving them processed milk that's speeding up their um, natural desire to eat by exciting the brain cells inside the body. Hmm. That normally that's I think that's uh, fructose corn syrup that's used that does that. It mm. kills the brain cell by overly exciting it. Mm. So you know you have this person in a, in a drive and in a motion with their desire to eat and, and to just do whatever comes to their mind. So you will, they will seem like they're out of control, but it's really just the food that they ate. Mm. It's the mm. food that they ate and the environment that allows them to, to keep that condition alive. All that matters. All that matters. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for that. When you, as you was talking, um, I kind of thought about the um, reason why we should um, understand the, I want to say, they say the mind, I want to say mind, heart, and gut connection or mind and gut connection. Mm-hmm. I want to say mind and gut. But I think it's three. But <laughs> do you mind just elaborating just a little bit about how is the mind and the gut connected? Yeah, that's um, I heard that term a couple of times. I think it's the mind, heart, and gut, gut connection. Yeah. Um, that's one of the ones you kind of hear somebody just talking. You kind of like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man, who are you, man? Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, um, <laughs> from my understanding, I, it was mentioned by Dr. Lee that the, um, it was saying that, that, that the stomach, it's, I mean, it's been a minute since I even thought about this, that the stomach is actually like, a, it's like a second mind to the body. Mm. That whenever whenever you are to have a desire to eat something, like your digestive tract will tell you if you should if this is good for you or if it's not. Mm-hmm. It's really like kind of like a, another intuition. Of course, you know the mind, the brain, it governs the whole body and everything else. So if you have a desire, like for example, one time when I was getting off meat. I thought about getting some chicken. Matter of fact, I was still eating chicken and stuff. I had thought about getting some chicken, but my body wasn't really calling for it. Mm. But like at the at the same time, it was like, yo, go grab that banana over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I went over and just grabbed that. Like and then it just reminded me, like, okay, this is what Dr. Aline was talking about. Like this is what, yeah. what happened. You see, you see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. your stomach and your body will tell you what it needs. You know, it's just up to the mind to have the proper knowledge to give it what it really needs. I believe it. I believe it so much. And I I love Dr. Arlene. I know I was kind of bitching watching some of his videos. And um, he used to do something like it's called like muscle testing. Do, have you mm-hmm. seen him talk about that? And like... Mm-hmm. I was trying that out just to see like um, if my body likes a certain food or a certain supplement or whatever. And like that was just an example of how smart your body is. Like it knows, but we have that deceptive intelligence letting us like, no, you can try something else or this is okay. But we, our bodies is intelligent and that's why we have this beautiful body and system to let us know what's right and what's wrong and it again it gives us uh gives us warning signs so all praises is due to a lie and if you all are enjoying this episode just as well as i am please 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 show your support by donating today to cash app dollar signs healing with angelica to help sustain future episodes just like this 
I will also leave more info to donate on the screen below. I love you all. Now let's get back to today's episode, Eat to Live with Mark Muhammad. So Mark, oh my gosh, I love everything that you've been discussing about Eat to Live. Now, um, I think one thing that um, we have to really take into consideration is that um, even though we we are um, changing our diets or you have people that are changing their diets, trying to learn how to eat to live the right foods, um, I'm also noticing as well is that, and that's, this also brings me back into a conversation that I had with Dr. Wesley, and he talked about uh, his, uh, his, I think a 63 or 66 page document on um, waging war on zip code and how the nutrition value in the foods are depleted, right? So do you mind just elaborating just a little bit about why is it important to obtain foods that have the proper nutrition in it or enough nutrition in it to sustain the body? Because I know sometimes we'll get foods, but it doesn't even have the nutrition in it that we need. So how important is nutrition when it comes to the certain foods that you eat? Yeah, yes, ma'am. Um, you know, I kind of noticed that too, this, the zip code thing, uh, kind of before he said it, yeah. I just couldn't really put, you know, put two and two together. Um, as far as with the nutritional, what, how I view it, if you want to, you can take, um, you know, Let's just use milk for an example. Raw cow milk and pasteurized milk. If you look at that, um, te- technically, and you know, how to live, you know, Balaj Muhammad said to to pasteurize the milk. Of course, to, to kill some of the germs and things like that. So, of course, when it's overdone, then you don't reap the benefit that you would get. So, inside of milk, in, in today's pasteurized milk, it's still milk. The main difference is that the minerals, the enzymes, the uh, vitamins, the, um, I think I said minerals already, but those mm-hmm. three elements and, and the other the other things that you're supposed to get in, inside of it, it's inside the milk, but now it's dead. Mm. So now you're taking on dead minerals, dead enzymes, dead uh, nutrients and things like that. So what what's, is designed to do to make the body grow and nourish and heal you're taking that and you're taking it in. Now it's going to do the exact opposite. Mm. Slowly but surely send you in reverse because you're eating what, what once was alive, now it's dead. And in a sense, nothing living stays the same. You're either going to go forward or you're going to go backwards. There is no middle, there is no in-between. Mm. You are now setting yourself up to potentially start to head in the wrong direction and put your body in, into reverse over a mm. small period of time. So when you take apples, you do the same thing. You can do an organic apple and a GMO apple. It's the same exact thing. Strawberries, fruits, bananas, celery, whatever you want to name. Whenever you take something and it's not 100% naturally out of the ground, getting the light, getting this uh, vitamins from the lights and the water from the sky as well, which comes from the ocean, which also comes from the sunlight as well. You take that and you put all the seeds into a laboratory and you try to recreate what God made with mm. your wicked scientists, mm. then you will have the same thing. It will appear as it's like a benefit to you, but it's really an enemy, an enemy to you in disguise. So over a period of time, you begin to put your body in reverse. That's, um, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the I like that. I, I like you, that. I forgot how you asked the question. I was going to answer it with, with question you asked but I <laughs> no no you're fine you're fine I actually love how you um, said that so yeah I'll praise the due to lot and you did answer my question brother so <laughs> thank you for that so um man it's um it's so crazy you know like <laughs> like you just said at the end like you know um we have to really we have to really look into the things that we're eating, right? And um, seeing exactly what is benefiting you for. And this is going to bring me to one of the most powerful foods that, you know, us as Muslims, we eat. It's our thing, right? <laughs> um, but, 
<laughs> but um, as I was talking about nutrition and food, mm-hmm. right? And what it does to the body. And I love how you said, like, it can just like it can keep you here or it can kill you or it can go in reverse. I love how you said that. So thank you for that. But I wanted to talk about because I'll be seeing you make your little bean soup now. Let's talk about this navy bean. Like, can we talk a little bit about this navy bean and just the medicinal healing properties that it has in it? Of course, of course. Um, you know, I, I was introduced to it when I was, I don't know, I think I might have been 20. When I started the food food journey, you know, if you join the nation, they always introduced the bean soup. That's the first step right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then, uh, after that, after that, um, my father showed me how to make it. Then uh, he was telling me that the amount of proteins inside of it it's really like a it's it's like substituting it, like the meat that um that we have that mm. we normally eat. And I was like, okay. Even though I knew meat didn't have a lot of protein anyway, I just said okay anyway. Then um, you know, once I, I began to study later on I found out that um it has over eighteen different nutrients inside of it. Mm. Um, nutrients and vitamins I mean. And also some of the minerals that's also included is the zinc. It's the zinc that um I think it's zinc tryptophan, which leads into the um, zinc is like a it's, it's a mineral that helps you think quicker. Thank you. Mm. It helps you think quicker and properly. Tryptophan is a behavioral neurotransmitter um, that's inside of that as well. So whenever you begin to ingest those kind of foods mixed with the turmeric, that's great for your skin. The garlic, that's great for your like I think it's like your heart. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so many things that the garlic is great for. I, I don't yes. you know, you know, garlic, onion, celery, mm-hmm. carrots. You got the red, red or green bell peppers. And you got the oregano. This is what I put: oregano, the sage, the cumin, the curry, the cayenne pepper, Himalayan salt, black, uh, black pepper. Sometimes white pepper in there too. I like my stuff spicy. You know <laughs> yes, you know I like it spicy and hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and uh, some thyme in there. I forgot the other one. Thyme, turmeric. You know, when you mix all of that stuff together, you let let all those nutrients just boil or heat up and just start to just love each other some more. Then you ingest mm-hmm. all that into you over a period of time. You know, true healing will start will start from within. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, your bowel movements will begin to regulate. They'll be a lot smoother. It won't be as heavy as constipated if that's how it was beforehand um then you'll have an immediate calm over your body because of the amount of tryptophan which leads to the serotonin which will lower your um i think it's called noradrenaline which will lower your impulsive behavior um and you're in a science term your insubordinate uh behavior as well we'll get mm-hmm. into that later so um those are some of the benefits um, that's that's you know when you ingest that navy bean, and of course it eliminates that radiation as well. Yes. Um, we live in a 100% radiation world. You know everywhere you go is there. So yes. that's definitely something you got to get in your kitchen. Learn how to learn how to cook it properly. Yeah. From a real cook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I gotta say real cook. I know stuff you've seen on Pinterest. You know, Facebook or real cook who know how to handle that, mm-hmm. and you'll be a okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he said a real cook. Okay. A real cook. <laughs> this ain't this ain't the great northern bean. This ain't the pinto, the black eyed peas. <laughs> this is something else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. When you make them navy beans, you gotta make it right, man because I'm mm-hmm. telling you yes 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 I love it our phrases are due to a lot so um I want to just elaborate a little bit on um because it's like and I'm gonna be honest um I just I've been introduced to the navy beans I was introduced to how to eat to live um book one and two even before I joined the nation um, and I just joined, I'm fresh, I'm new to the scene. Uh, I just joined what October of last year, 
Um, oh, however, yeah. yes, yes, I'm I'm new. I've been studying it before, but I just actually entered in and submitted completely in October. So praises are due to a lot. Um, now, it's like I didn't see the importance of, and I'm gonna be honest, I didn't see the importance of how to eat to live. Um, until I actually had went through a crisis when it came to my health. Um, after having my son and a thyroid issue I was going through, I knew from that point, like, okay, something has to change. I stopped eating meat. I cut off the added sugars and all the extra stuff. Um, I really wanted to do one meal a day. But because of my weight dropping and me nursing, it was just too much to do. So I had to keep my energy up by at least doing two meals. Um, so um, it was a lot, but it was so beneficial to me because I seen such a huge change in my body and my mind, how it functioned, my anxiety. Like, so I want to also get into that because that was something that I had dealt with a lot, um, even prior to changing um, my diet. Um, no, yeah. Prior to changing my diet, I was going through anxiety. And since I changed my diet, I really don't, I don't really have anxiety, honestly, probably a little stress here, but not, not as much as I did. Cause it was horrible. I'm gonna be honest. However, do you mind? And I don't know if you ever experienced it. Um, do you mind telling us why it is important that one should learn how to eat to live for their mental health? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, of course. Um, as you can see, you could just use your, your own testimony that when when the body was out of sync, your, your mind was out of sync as well. And it was showing, um, you know, that's really just it. Yeah. <laughs> to be mm -hmm. honest with you. People, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't realize or don't know because we're just scientifically dead. Um that that this whole physical anatomy is what is what we have the minister to describe it as a as a as a drug manufacturing machine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our thoughts, all of our thoughts are chemical. You know, so whenever we think of something, a chemical is released. Whenever we mm. feel something, a chemical is released. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Whether it's good, bad, the, the, the chemical of joy, excitement, a burden, anger, stress, whatever it is. So what happens when you ingest something and it triggers an unnecessarily, an, 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 excuse me, an unnecessary uh, chemical from the brain to be released? And it does it over and over and over and over and over again. Next thing you know, you have thoughts inside your head, inside your mind mm -hmm. that you just keep on doing over and over and you don't know why. A lot of times people call that anxiety. And even myself, I had when things wasn't going right for me, I kind of tapped into it a little bit. I said, man, hold on. This ain't how I do. <laughs> I'm over here tripping, man. Ain't nothing good, you know. <laughs> It's still 115, man. Nothing even happened. <laughs> you know oh, I saying? felt that. I felt that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of tapped into it a little bit. I was like, man, let me go ahead and, you know, get off the mm -hmm. coffee. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cause that, you know, that was kind of doing a little something to me as well. Let mm -hmm. all the sugar go for a little bit until I get everything back under control. Yes. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So anxiety, depression, uh, what's the other one? I don't know the other one, but the all of all of those these elements of mental illness is a sign that the body is out of sync with the mind. Yeah, that's the root of it. Mm -hmm. That's the root of it. If you do a little bit more study, and you will know that all berries and all fruits and all vegetables, um, they have behavior. Uh, chemicals inside of it to to when you ingest it is made to alter your behavior to a more happier state mm. especially raspberries that's what they're designed to do so once oh, those wow. certain chemicals ingest your in, get inside of your body and begin to digest those things you will feel an immediate difference now look, when you eat meat, chicken, alligators, frogs, rabbits, 
cantaloupes. I mean, not cantaloupes, camels, oxtails, and all this other little stuff. You are literally eating something that was afraid to death and was probably angry trying to fight, then died. Then whenever you die instantly, if you paid attention in science class, they tell you whenever you die instantly like that, everything inside your body freezes. Mm. Which means the last thoughts inside that animal's mind is now embedded inside the meat. Then they're taking the meat and putting carbon monoxide. They're putting red beetle juice on there, which is a a crushed up bug to make it more red. They're ingesting it with salt water, which is refined salt, which will immediately alter the minerals inside your mind, which will cause you to go crazy. Then they're taking that, wrapping it, storing it, shipping it all across the country, even at times across the borders to different countries. Then they give it to you and you ingest that with that animal. So last thoughts, last, his last thoughts, which is fear, angry, stress, depression, and anxiety. Ooh. Ooh, we so, so imagine eating that chills. for ten so imagine eating that for <laughs> 10, 20 years, you know what I'm saying? Thirty years. You eat an animal that like and it's different kinds of animals too. That was full of fear, angry, distress, well, stress, depression, and anxiety. Ooh. Over and over. So what do you think? Why do you think the saying is you are what you eat? Mm. You know, I used to think that was just a disrespectful term. <laughs> but it really ha- it really has some you know some good truth to it yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so that's just what it comes down to on that man you know oh even with God. even with like fruits and vegetables once you rip it out of the ground people say well you're killing the fruit to uh you know to eat it and all those things you make the fruit sad and all this little crazy stuff man look be quiet so okay. yeah, yeah get out of here so you know <laughs> like, okay you can re you can put the the vegetable back in the ground mm-hmm. and secure it back to the ground and, and like like nothing ever happened it'll keep on growing yes exactly but you, but, but you can't you can't rip off a, a chicken head you know and put the chicken head back on the body and expect that to just be functioning like like nothing ever happened hell no <laughs> it's never it's never gonna go down like that and there's also a difference when things are designed and it's made to do that to do uh to give you proper benefits for your body these mm-hmm. things are designed and made that's why all fruits and vegetables reflect organs that's inside of our body you ever seen a cracked open cauliflower yeah it, it looks just like the brain mm, same thing same thing with oranges peaches all the berries you know uh, onions, garlic, all those things reflect vein structure, organs inside of our body, certain bone structure, things like that. So they're made for us by us. Mm-hmm. All prices do to a lot, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cracking up on that one. But it's, it's, it's nothing but truth. Because. <laughs> oh, nothing but truth. Thank you so much for that, Mark. I do have a question down here before we end the show. Okay. Uh, Sister um, Daniela Caesar Meyer. I hope I said it right. Um, What advice can you give me for trying to get my 13-year-old to stop eating a lot of junk food? He's driving me nuts. It's a boy, right? Yeah, he's driving me nuts. Wait, yeah, he's driving me nuts. Yes. <laughs> um, man, to get him to stop, I mean, you know, stop buying it. You know, I, I assume she's not buying it, so I'll just throw it right out there just in case. But to get him to stop, though, um, what I would do, I would just, um, I would, I would put him on that show called uh, What the Health on Netflix. And just tell him, like, you know, he watches that. You just, you know, get him something, mm-hmm. you know, do whatever he wants, something like that. Um, I'll put him there. Um, but even not that, because that takes some time. It's about an hour and a half long. You may, you may yeah. have to build him up to that. But just really just get some, um, 
you gotta you gotta when they when they young like that you gotta show them you can't just talk. yeah you gotta get that box look at them ingredients and say look this is what this is you know what i'm saying this is what this is made out of right here you oatmeal cream pies this is what uh, where the cream <laughs> comes from star crunch uh little debbie's donut glazed donut snacks <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I used to tear them up, especially with oatmeal cream pies. Listen, don't the get started box. now. The whole box, we'll from Dollar it. Tree. <laughs> from Dollar Tree, family dollar, we went 20 for $5? Give me that. Ugh. What? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I used yeah. to tear them up, though. But once I got the true knowledge that, mm-hmm. that I needed, I, I immediately stopped. And, but now, um, do that. You, you just have to educate them. As simple as that. Then you know, just just if you don't get it, just let them do his thing. You keep it. That's uh, that's what you gotta do. The honorable minister's first concept that sometimes you you have to let persons exhaust all of their stupidity. Yeah. Sometimes that just be the case. You know. I love that, and I love the fact that I mean, honestly, when it comes to and. It- because I had a question, as you were talking, I had a question like that, that kind of got me into like how, not even trying to convince um, people the importance of um, eating to live, but I think more so for our younger, um, I'm young, but my younger generation of children that love to junk foods and you know, the Mickey D's and all this stuff like that. Honestly, when it came to me, I actually watched uh what the did you say what the health on netflix i think yeah i watched that and back in 2018 that this is before i even knew about the um honorable minister louis farrakhan and just how to eat to live even that in particular stopped me from wanting to eat meat right just Mm -hmm. all the stuff that i found out about it um it was a lot so i believe you know honestly you know for one we have to be the example. Um, so I, we, I don't know, we can't really speak on what's going on or what you're doing um, in regards to your diet, but trying to be the example of eating to live and also giving him some information and facts about why we should eat like this and you know why we should stop eating certain foods because you look in the back of them ingredients, baby, and like Brother Mark said, you, you find out what's really in it, that's scary. Mm-hmm especially if you want to live so when i seen all this stuff in the back of the boxes and ingredients i'm like what's this and then when you actually find out what it is because we don't take the time out to read unfortunately we don't take the time out to actually do the research to find out what these things are so that's how we're constantly being tricked but like like you said you know we'll 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 just end up running ourselves you know into a dead end until we actually get it for the most part so yes sister um Meyer, Meyer, I hope that answered um, your question. Yeah, you just, to me, honestly, you listen, you just have to, in my mouth, in my mouth, I was about to say, you, you should just scare them a little bit. But honestly, when you talk about the ingredients that's in the food, it's scary. Like, oh, it can do this, it can do that, it give you heart attacks, make your brain foggy, you can die early. Like, that was scary. That was enough for me. So I can only imagine being younger and a child hearing that. Like, I, I don't think they want to go through that. So, yeah, all praises are due to Allah. So we are actually uh, getting to the end of the show. Um, I did have one more question, but I think you can sum it up real quick for the ending of the show. What advice do you have for someone who may be having a hard time learning how to wanting to wanting to learn how to eat to live, but is having a hard time doing so? Oh. Um, ask me, I'm sorry, ask me that again. It's kind of, <laughs> I said, okay. And I, and I probably said it too fast. Sorry about that. I said, what advice do you have for someone who is wanting to learn and practice how to eat to live, but is having a hard time doing so? Oh, uh, well, it just depends what, what makes it hard. Um, if it's your environment, change the environment. Uh, if it's the lack of knowledge, go get some more knowledge. <laughs> you 
you know, those are typically the only two, the only two things. Mm-hmm. And now, nowadays, you got so many speakers that's available. You can just go pull some stuff up on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, and you know, sit there for about four or five hours and become out a whole new person. You don't even have to leave the house anymore. So those, mm-hmm. those are really just the recommendations. You know, your your decisions are based off of what you know and what you decide to function off of. So I would always suggest everybody to get educated about it and also talk to those um, who are also in that area as well to keep to you know keep that environment and that topic and that conversation going in that in that aspect. That's that's mm-hmm. what I do. So I got groups of people we talk about food, then I got groups of people we talk about money only. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing we talk about. Most of the time. <laughs> You know, we're friends and stuff like that, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely, more absolutely, more. Thank you so much for that. And um, I just want to answer um, Sister Maya's Meyer Meyer question. Um, the I think the show is called What the Health, right? On Netflix. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's on Netflix. It's called What the Health. So definitely check it out. And Netflix starting to have some stuff too about food and stuff like that. They got got a a lot of different um, documentaries to check out. So um, I'll definitely suggest you do that as well. Um, Now, Mark, I just want to thank you. Oh my gosh, this was a a phenomenal show. Thank you so much for joining me today to discuss this amazing topic, Eat to Live. I would also like to thank my amazing audience and Healing Tribe for joining us today. I pray this episode was informative, valuable, and healing to you all. Also, be sure to share, like, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes on any of your favorite podcast stations, Closing the Gap Broadcast Network on Facebook and YouTube, and Healing with Angelica's podcast on Facebook and YouTube to help get the message out to those in need of healing and light. Also, if you are ready to start your healing journey, I am offering a 90-minute consultation call that will include a copy of my ebook, Heal Yourself for Free. More information will be in today's show notes, including information for today's amazing guest, my brother, Mark Muhammad. I also, before we end today's show, just want to give a special, special, special happy birth anniversary shout out to my teacher, my spiritual father, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We love you so, so much. And thank you so very, very much for all that you have done for us. So all praises are due to Allah. Mark, before we end today's show, do you have any closing remarks for our guests today? Uh, no, I don't. Just, uh, you know, whatever direction you are striving in, just strive a little bit harder. Um, if anybody wanted to reach me, just follow me on Instagram at Mark Muhammad Jr. And uh, any questions, you can reach me on there as well and support Sister Angela. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I said Angela. I meant to say Angelica. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Look, I get Angie, Angela, Angelica, you know. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah. all kind of the same a little, but it's Angelica. <laughs> thank you, brother, again. Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you again for our amazing healing tribe for joining us today. And we leave you all as we came. Assalamu alaikum. Peace, healing, and light. <laughs>